The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Welcome to Media Lair Sandwich. I'm Toden from Toden.com and of course MediaLairSandwich.com. You can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, a million others. Uh, if I'm not on the podcast app you want me on, just let me know and I'll try to get us on it. And we're also on DV Radio every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. If you go on that, I'll be in the chat room. We could hang out. And... Um, yeah, that's weekly, and uh, there's a lot of other weekly podcasts, such as uh, some something about keel hauling people. Uh, go ahead, Logan, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy, matey, how be ye? I be Captain Logan of the Keel Hauled Podcast, and I'm here to uh, chat with Toden about some Sea of Thieves. Okay, so um, you people that listen may may have heard me mention Sea of Thieves a few times. It's a pirate video game. And the one thing um, why I want to talk to you, Logan, not just because it's the only video game I play, but mm-hmm. your podcast focuses on Sea of Thieves and mostly only Sea of Thieves. And that's a little bit different than most gaming podcasts. Can, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, for a long time, I wanted to, I, I always felt like I wanted to have a podcast. And uh, shortly before actually making Keelhauled, um, I'd been kicking around the idea of doing a Nintendo podcast because you can generally talk a lot about Nintendo. I love my Switch and I love Nintendo. And I have a lot of friends that do Nintendo podcasts. And I was thinking like, man, you know, I have an opinion. I have some good thoughts about this and I love chatting about it. And I just want to be creative. And then shortly before the beta went open, uh, I had heard about Sea of Thieves and then the beta opened for it. And I saw this game and I jumped in and I started playing with it. And it was absolutely fantastic. It was it was a real, a real beautiful, real fun game to actually play. It was unlike anything I'd ever actually gotten a chance to, to actually play. So that was when... I kind of realized how engrossed and how enthralled I was with this game. And as a result, I I scrapped every idea that I had for making a Nintendo podcast. I was going to just really kind of focus in on this game because this was going to be a game as a service, which kind of, in my mind, made it easy because I knew that they'd be talking about content. And at that point, I was like, no one's talking about this game in my my rings. And I really want to be able to, to talk about it to anyone. So I decided to, to kind of start small and make a podcast that was just about Sea of Thieves. And eventually I thought like maybe depending on how Skull and Bones goes or how Atlas goes, some of these games that were announced to be piratey type games as well, that people might see the crossover and decide to play those as well. Uh, so I've, I kind of left myself open to talking about those games as well, depending on how, they, how things panned out. And starting off with the the with Keelhauled and Just Sea of Thieves, I I quickly realized that I actually could make a game 
podcast just off of one game. Uh, and, and Rare is one of the few companies that I could probably say has helped me maintain that by constantly releasing uh, videos and content every week. So there's always something to kind of rehash and talk about. And then eventually the the community built up around it and I started getting stories from them and my own stories help kind of supplement the content uh, so that it wasn't always just me talking about something like patch notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the fact that the the company Rare is still releasing content and they interact with people, it's better than if you did it with, I don't know, some Fallout game. Um, where yeah. they just release something and then ju- and then hands off, walked away. Y'all get a broken game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it's a real shame too because um, I don't think that that you could do this with just any game. For example, I've been I've been knocking around the idea uh, about covering the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven game. I've been, that's something that I've been thinking like, you know, what do I want to have it named? What do I want to talk about it? Am I going to do it solo again? Uh, or am I going to have someone with me? And I've, I've been working on that as well as like a general kind of podcast. Cause I quickly learned over the last year that I've been doing this podcast that surprisingly enough, even though I really enjoy making podcasts and talking about Sea of Thieves and playing Sea of Thieves, I still have a lot of other opinions. Who knew? So I figured like at this point I'm starting to get comfortable enough with the one podcast that I felt like I could kind of start working on a second podcast. So with games like um, Fallout 76, that would be a real tough game or or like Anthem uh, or Apex Legends. Like I've seen some Apex Legends podcasts out there that solely focus on Apex Legends, but they aren't constantly releasing content or updates or things like that to really kind of keep the keep the the fervor alive and as a result i feel like it's harder to be able to have something to keep people interested in talking about it outside of like well we're playing another week of apex legends and we don't know when the battle pass is coming out but we heard rumors that something might be coming down the line that's all and at that point it's kind of tough but thankfully with like sea of thieves um, there's a lot of lore involved and there's a lot of balance changes and there's a lot of work that they, that they have yet to, to do in the game that they can always do to improve it. But it feels like they are constantly willing to communicate with their community, which I don't see many other companies doing all the time. I don't know. Have you, uh, have you kept up with any studios yourself that you could honestly say are, are, are interested in kind of keeping up with the community? Uh, I I couldn't comment on that just because I honestly only play Sea of Thieves, and so I really (laughs) couldn't uh, imagine that. But because they do reach out to the community, I mean, you've talked to the devs more than once. Mm -hmm. You've actually been able to – what's that like? What's that like having like a direct connection to them or even semi-connect? (laughs) Um, it's, it's really cool. Actually, it's, it's one of the few things where I, I, part of me wants to really just kind of bug them all the time. And sometimes I do. And I'm not ashamed to say that I've, I've emailed or I haven't emailed, but I've, I've DM devs, uh, and constantly just been like, I just thought of this or, Hey, why is this like that? Or could we do something about this? And they've been, a lot of them have been open and receptive to stuff. They've been very patient with you. 
very patient with me. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to talk to someone in confidence and know that, you know, I may not be able to talk about what we're talking about at the moment, but to, to be able to, to know that um, they are willing to take my opinion. Uh, and thankfully, I feel like it's, it's because I know that my intentions are pure towards the game. They know that I'm not trying to just complain about whatever or that I'm trying to look at things from their perspective that I think helps out a lot. Um, I think that a lot of people have opinions about the game which is great. Uh, you know, everyone, everyone's voice matters as long as they're willing to have a, a calm a collective conversation about it. But when I talk to the devs, it's, it's usually coming from a place of wanting to make the game better. So generally when I have any kind of criticisms or critiques or things like that, I, I generally let them know like, you know, this, this is good. I feel like this is in a good place. I would like to see it kind of push towards this. And then they just kind of, take that and put it into like their pool of feedback and give actual constructive criticism. You're like, Hey, by the way, this sucks. And yeah. they don't have to drag it out of you. Really? What sucks about it? I keep dying. And why do you think that is? <laughs> you can't just be like, yeah. Uh, can, can you, can you change the hitbox or can you can <laughs> yeah. readjust that? You know, just this sucks. That that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, yeah. Having the having the the personal communication with them has has been great because there's been a lot of ideas that I have for the game that I toss out to them, and most of the time I don't get a response because they don't want to comment on something because it might allude to something. Even if they say no, then it could mean something else as a result. But it does some, every once in a while I'll get a response back and they'll actually tell me like, you know, we actually prototype that we thought about it. And these are the reasons why we didn't go through with it. And I was like, Oh, that actually really kind of helps me understand kind of like the methodology that they're, that they're using to develop this game. And as such, that helps me kind of think like, okay, well, we're working within those bounds. I kind of realize like what kind of things I could suggest in the future that might actually be more plausible. So it's, it's helped out a lot with uh, my understanding to the game as far as like what kind of content I want to make. So when I see something like, um, you know, they're, they're having trouble with say like the Kraken, which only spawns once there isn't a world event going on, like a skeleton fort or, or the, the curse sales, knowing that that's a game limitation as far as memory is concerned or knowing like, uh, you know, the islands and stuff are all server based. And that's why sometimes they turn into, you know, Superman 64 style when you sail up to them and they haven't quite loaded in. It's because there's a disconnect between the server and the client. Things like that really help kind of allow me to overlook some of the the issues that I know would come and that most people, like if they were just playing the game or sitting there looking at this and thinking like, this is, this, this is stupid. This is a bad game. Like why, why, why can't they just get this right? And it's like, well, there's a lot that goes involved with that. And having a chance to talk with them personally has really helped kind of open my eyes to game development and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. It's a good. It's a good communication. You mentioned something about uh, they can't always talk about certain things, and uh, I got to the point in your podcast where I noticed that was uh, that became a, a little bit of a boundary for you. In uh, 
when you were testing uh, um, their Pioneer program or, or the Insiders program, excuse me, they changed the name to the Insiders program. Mm-hmm. And you had to work with a, um, with a non-disclosure agreement. So you couldn't say everything that you saw. Um, yeah. That, that limited you at all. I felt it was really tough to, to work under an NDA. I, I there's a, a huge difference between like having information that is openly out there and being able to talk about it. So whenever I was under that NDA, um, I know what was coming in the game as a result of testing out the, the, the insider program and I could stay away from that. But when when other people are sharing that information uh, and they they're getting and that stuff's getting leaked out, there's a part of the the community that doesn't necessarily care if that's a spoiler or not. Like things like, for example, the harpoon, not being able to not being able to say like what the harpoon is prior to the update was kind of frustrating um, because I wanted to share that information with people. I wanted to talk to them about what's, what's coming and kind of inform them. So having an NDA is, is really tough on the podcast. It's probably something that uh, once, once I complete the cosmetics uh, that they release for the insider program, I'm probably going to opt back out because I don't feel like I want to be limited in that capacity unless I'm actually getting paid to do so. Um, yeah, that was actually one of my big concerns when, when I heard that you're joining them. Like, great. So he, so when it comes to trying to think of things that's coming out, like if we see a picture of something or whatever, you can't just sit there and be like, oh, I wonder if it's going to work like this. If I did it, it would work like this. But if that matches and you already see how it works, you can't see that. You yeah, know, you, you can't even make some general predictions because if they're right. Yeah, it's it's real hard to speculate when when you already have that knowledge, and that that was a real roadblock for me. I noticed that I was I was having a I was having less fun, kind of fantasizing about what could be coming down the line with the limited information that I had because I already had all the information. And, and I know you I, weren't the only one that was, that was fighting that. I know Captain Falcor was having issues too. I like yeah. like I was watching the community on Twitter because I mentioned it to, to somebody. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Captain Falcor wrote a big thing on Twitter about, hey, don't don't uh, violate your NDA. And then the next day we heard him on a podcast violating the NDA, at least in their opinion. Who knows if he actually did or not? Yeah, we we talked we talked a lot around the NDA, but we technically as far as I've been as far as I haven't had anyone from rare reach out to me and be like, Hey dude, you know, you probably shouldn't have been talking about that. And they, they would too. They would, they would totally reach out and be like, Hey man, I didn't think that was really cool of you. So I, I like, I felt like we talked around it enough to, to kind of be able to keep, keep in the, the realm of the NDA, but it's, um, it's hard when, so the, the biggest problem that Cap Falcor and I had with that was uh, when we were under the NDA, there was a group of UK-based media f- uh, publications that went and visited the studio, and they got a lot of content for their publications. And we knew that they were going to be writing up an article based on the anniversary update and they needed early access to that to be able to have a chance to play it, to test it out and stuff. But they got a whole bunch of like B-roll footage and information that we didn't. 
And Falcor even actually ended up getting footage from Rare uh, to use for the anniversary update and stuff like that. But the biggest issue that we had was that content we were getting, we were getting insider information from the publications that we couldn't talk about. Like they had full published articles revealing a lot of information that we didn't have in the insider program that because of the insider program, we couldn't talk about. And that was like, there was a disconnect there between like what Rare wanted us to be able to talk about based on the the NDA versus what was publicly available through the publications that they invited to come out and talk about this thing. So we were sitting here like scratching our heads like, okay, well, great that you guys got the the, the media to, to talk about Sea of Thieves again. That's, that's awesome. That's what we want. How about supporting the content creators that are, you know, weekly putting out information for people to mm-hmm. keep you know, keep the interest for Sea of Thieves going. Um, and, and I realized that in, in as far as like the company and the studio, like workings go that you want to have a broader reach for people to be able to, to get more eyes on the game that haven't been playing it for a while. But it was a point of frustration and we had to, we kind of use the, the podcast as our way of uh, having an outlet for that because I was frustrated by that week. And I know Falcor was, and we'd been talking about getting together for a while. And uh, as a result, we ended up um, using that opportunity to kind of share our frustrations in a way. Yeah, just to sum up, in case anyone fell off that that train, basically, the things that you weren't supposed to talk about, you, you were able to read about uh, <laughs> yeah. and that is a little bit frustrating. You can't talk about this. These guys can, but you can't. Because yep. you signed the NDA as a beta player, not as a press uh, a content creator, although they know you're a press you know, content creator. Yeah. Yep. That's essentially what it was. was they, they had special permissions. And because we signed an agreement earlier before we knew they were going to be doing this, then we, we were basically like segregated away from the the people that got access to it had we not gotten the nda exclude or you know excluding us from talking about it there might have been an opportunity where we probably could be talking about that stuff and it wouldn't have been an issue but they offered cosmetics in the game and as content creators we wanted the we wanted the content to be able to talk about and to be able to have so it was like well, yeah. as a player, you wanted the the content because you wanted yes. it, not as yes. a content creator. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> as a consumer, I'm, I was a little bit upset, and I, and I told plenty of people. I was, I was just like, you know what? I am selfish. I am selfish. I don't want Logan to join because <laughs> I want him to be able to speculate freely. I know he wants to join for his for I want him to put my entertainment above his personal enjoyment. And yes, that is selfish. <laughs> well, on the other yeah. hand, he runs a podcast. So yeah, I'm being selfish. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the good news is, is that that's, that's, uh, you know, I, I haven't been, I have not been spending a whole lot of time in the insider. I put in my hour and the hour that I spend in there is literally me finding uh, like an Island and then hopping around in bushes and trees and rocks to get stuck. <laughs> <And then laughs> that's once a I, on the real game now. 
Yeah. So once I do that, I, I usually uh, I usually try to write down those locations, and then I'll I'll get around to, to sending in those reports and stuff. But it's uh yeah, it's tough as a, when you're making a when you're making content for a, one game and you start tying yourself to limitations, you really have to be careful about what you can and can't say. Because there's totally stuff that I've been told that I can't talk about. And who knows if I'll ever get to talk about. And that's awesome. But I know yeah, like... I just talked to someone that was in the original, you know, Alpha, uh, you know, when the founders were when the original Alpha, he was telling me stuff, um, or she, it doesn't, doesn't matter who it was. Um, and yeah. I'm never telling, I'm never telling. But they're talking <laughs> about... You you know that they, they didn't play the game for a while. And they're like, oh wow, you can finally break the mass. This was in the yeah. original version I played, except for it made the boat do barrel rolls. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's finally in the game. Yeah, so, that person's still not supposed to talk about that, but but he or she or it or whatever doesn't have yeah. their own podcast. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, they shall remain nameless and, and it, and faceless. Their, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I'm still amazed that uh, we're getting these like alpha videos about the, the game in there in, in it's like prototype modes where like, Oh yeah, we tested this and stuff. And it's like, wait, why wasn't this at launch? Like this is awesome! Like how come how come you guys didn't put this in at launch? Why did we have to wait this long? To and and then it always kind of goes back to the back of my mind. I was like, oh yeah, time. There's there's a certain amount of time that they have before. And just because you hear something doesn't make it true. Because I heard the funniest one, uh, I, I, and I'm sure you've heard stories like this too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was I was playing with the, someone in open crew, meaning anyone was able to open. For those that don't don't play, uh, it wasn't closed off. Just anyone could join my team. And this person was telling me, "Well, I've been playing demos since like PlayStation Two or Three. The game got backburned at, uh, at a point." I I was one of the original people. It's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, bro. <laughs> there was an original wow. version, and then it was called Banjo Kazooie, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, it's interesting. Just uh, the, some of the the insider information that people say they have and stuff, and, and you always kind of scratch your head and be like, is it really? The one weird thing about this game, I will say, is is that the nothing is ever explained in this game. You always kind of have to work stuff out. And some people have gone in and done some sea of science and stuff. But the the like when the game first came out, and we had um, these kind of fortresses, these fortified forts that had these undead skeletons kind of manning the the cannons and protecting the fort, and you had to go and you know kind of brute force your way in to get the to get the gold and treasure that they were holding on to it has a giant skeleton cloud above the fort um so you can see it anywhere on the map it doesn't matter where you where you are in the world you'll you'll see this giant skeleton cloud and for so long so many people are are like thinking that when the sun is setting the the lighting that that sun provides uh reflects off of the green eyes that flash in this cloud skeleton or the skeleton cloud skull. And so many people were like, oh my God, the fort's about to go down. We got to go over there. The fort's about to go down. You know, because the eyes are flashing red. And it's like, wait, what, how, how does that correlate? Like, I don't, 
I don't see how, we'll how still that makes speculate because a skull, you know, it, it, its eyes will flash different colors. Like, oh, that means people are fighting. Oh, that means people are doing that. So it means, you know, about yeah. to do it's like it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Nothing. It's, it's, it, it's to lie. mess with you. That's yeah. what it means. Yeah. And so it's so fun to see just the, the amount of speculation that comes around for it. And you, and you always, wait, I love wait, jumping. So that's the sun in its eyes? Yeah. <laughs> telling me something? Is that, that, that's yeah. a, is that what that is? Yeah. So when the, when the sun is setting, the, the lighting that, that is that it, it, it messes with the coloring for the, because um, it casts shadows on everything and the, the wow. huge changes. Talk about happy so, mistakes or talk about happy accidents. <laughs> Yeah, it turns That's the eyes red. That's a happy accident. They never even yeah. planned it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. All for, the for those that don't that know this from. game, uh, it, it this big skull in the sky in this world. That's a big deal when the eyes flash red. That was a huge, huge topic. Wondering why this skull is fl- eyes flashing. Is someone fighting at this fort that's underneath it? What's going on? That was a huge deal because people, any information, anything that could uh. Give them a hint what's going on is important. Yeah. Because, you know, you're playing a game, time limit, you know, you only have so much yeah. time today. There's a there's another one that still boggles people. I still even to this day, some people they hear the um the the whales between uh or the whales or the kraken sounds at four between, Yeah, between three and four. Yeah. So many people are still like, Oh, does that mean it's close? Does that mean it's <laughs> it's coming for us? And it's like no, that's just an ambient noise. And I'm like, well, how come it happens every night? And I'm like, because three to four is considered the witching hour and it hits on the 15 minute marks during that hour. It's four times or three times throughout that hour. And they're like, no, it's not. It's close. Like, okay, dude. Don't <laughs> leave what you want. <laughs> it's not like I've been playing this game a while. But yeah, I, I love some of the speculation and the theories that come out as a result. And and I love doing it myself too. Like I still to this day think that uh that Duke from the Bill Trats, who's a an NPC that gives us our limited time cosmetics for events from time to time. He's in every single tavern, which doesn't quite make sense to me. Everyone He's else is the different. Only NPC that yeah. is in every single tavern at every single place. Yeah. So, and there's, there's some, there's a couple theories that, uh, Falcor and I have that we're actually going to be talking about on the next episode of Keelhaul too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he is, I, 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 I go yeah. with the original thing. Uh, yeah, and I think before you reached out or, or got that connection with the devs when their streams, I even wrote, Hey, is, is Duke with the dark Lord? Like, is he just magic? And they totally misinterpreted the question and they, and Joe was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you saw that episode, but they just yeah, the way they read the question, <laughs> the tone and everything was so off. No idea yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I blame I blame John for that. Yeah. Um I'll probably have to dig up that episode and be like, hey, John, because I'm I'm trying to get John on the episode or on, on an episode as well, too. Uh, I'm probably going to have to dig that up and be like, so I just wanted to point this out because I know you're probably not going to be able to talk to it. But when we were when Toden was asking if Duke was, in fact, the Dark Lord and Joe's like, yeah, I don't think you guys realized what was going on because that dude's evil. He's everywhere and he wants us to kill everything and it doesn't make sense. Who is he? Why is there only one build rat? So yeah. yeah, lots of lots of <laughs> either that or he's a government experiment, um, and that's why there's plenty of them. 
he I, is I, I also the, like the idea that that he's literally using the teleport uh teleport system at the um uh, athena's fortune to be everywhere at once i kind of like that idea too he's just he's able to to kind of pop in and pop out wherever he needs to yeah it would be Although interesting I think to it would make more sense where if it was like you only see him sometimes you, or you have to leave the tavern and come back to see him. I think that that would make more sense if that was the case. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how does he get from place to place so quickly? It takes me forever to sail. But every time we every time I go to the tavern, he's there. He's like the Sea of Thieves Santa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. What's the difference between streaming uh, on Twitch and your podcast? Because I have seen people do YouTube videos, uh, much like your podcast, uh, but they're just streaming and they're playing the game as they talk about the game. What's the difference and why do you use both the mediums? I know I didn't really mention anything about your streaming, but Um, you use it very differently than you use your podcast. Yeah, well, the so the podcast is, uh, it's a very curated thing. Like uh, a lot of people, they, they kind of talk about the game in, in, in they're actually playing Sea Thieves. But um, when, when I started the medium for the, the podcast, I wanted to have like an easily consumable curated bit of content. Um, I wanted it to be well produced. I wanted it to sound clear and I didn't rely, I didn't want to have to rely on say, for example, see if these servers being up to be able to do my show. Uh, when I'm using Twitch to stream, that's purely community uh, content uh, or, or community interaction. Like the, 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 the streaming, the content is just me streaming. Cause I was streaming before Sea of Thieves. I, I was playing Nintendo games like uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I was playing Splatoon. I, uh, I, I branched out to do like Heroes of the Storm and stuff. And I'd always been kind of playing my games online for a while for that. So that hadn't changed when Sea of Thieves came out. It just shifted over to Sea of Thieves and I started playing Sea of Thieves more and more. And then as the podcast uh, grew, I, I started getting people wanting to sail with me. And I started to use Sea of Thieves uh, streaming as, as a way to kind of join up with other people and spend time with them. So for me, the the streaming is just a way to interact with others who love the game. And for me to uh, try and, and like, I, I usually use the streaming as a way to earn enough scrap coin to pay for what it takes to do the podcast because the pod or the podcast doesn't have sponsors there's no advertisements in my show it's very clean i like it that way i don't make any money off of that podcast but it does have costs and those costs are usually supplemented by streaming you don't have like uh, uh, affiliation programs or you're telling people to go to this website and, and and hashtag or here's use this link it won't cost you like like amazon use my link to amazon it won't cost yeah. you anything but a small little portion goes to me um yeah I always recommend you smile dot to Amazon and instead of that little portion <laughs> going to wherever you could send that little portion to charity. And of course my charity of choice here at media layer sandwich is DD farm. So if you use Amazon, might as well use smile dot Amazon and choose your charity of choice. And again, our charity of choice is 
DV Farm, which is a wonderful charity. Go ahead and check it out. And yes, it is associated with DV Radio and Dysfunctional Veterans. Yeah. And, and see, everyone everyone tends to have their podcast have like one of those affiliate links. And I think that's great, but I know I, that. I don't up. anymore, but I, I used to on the YouTube when I actually was able to yeah. pay rent with uh, my YouTube channel. I had a few different mm-hmm. affiliates and uh, and I, not anymore. I, I just don't see the need to constantly push stuff. I never liked that. Same thing with Patreon. I don't like pushing stuff on people, though. I, I still think about doing something like Patreon. But that whole idea yeah. of pushing stuff when when you don't have a if you have a bigger audience it kind of makes sense, but when you yeah. have a very small audience, uh, it, it kind of just it, it becomes generic. Um, yeah, that's how I feel as a consumer. I feel like it's generic, and I yeah. and it just goes in one ear up the other. Yeah, it and it's and it's tough when when you're making a game podcast or you're making any kind of podcast and the content doesn't fluctuate between topics uh, or or different gaming areas or things like that. When you're just making one game podcast, it it doesn't feel like it warrants enough for me to continuously annoy the 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 small subsect of people that I have that listen to the podcast with the same stuff like, hey, by the way, this week, if you haven't gone and listened, taken, you know, gotten uh, whatchamacallit or a, a who's it wits and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> well, if you want to have your fresh food deliver, you know, where yeah. you, you, you can to learn, I know there's like five or six of those. So, you know. yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I get enough of those with other podcasts and it's, and it's always one of those things like, all right, how many minutes are, are going to be wasted on an intro before they actually get to the content mm-hmm. just to tell me about all the stuff that I heard about last week. Like I, I understand and I appreciate that that you know people want to make a living off of this and to do that you do have to advertise and I do push people to to try and up my ranking on iTunes so that I can get a little more audience so that more people can learn about this great game that I love but at that same time I don't want to be continuously pushing something if I don't see that there's enough value for it if I can use Twitch to supplement the costs of doing the podcast by getting donations and bits and subscriptions and stuff like that. And that helps then even if it doesn't pay for all of it, if it just helps out a little bit, that helps me out so much more because it means that I can take more of that money and, you know, put it towards things like food and rent and electricity and internet. Um, so it's, it's never something where I'm, I'm probably going to get, enough to like take care of, of the bills for the podcast but the supplemental that that it does is is enough to justify streaming on twitch and and i understand kind of why some people want to record their podcasts in sea of thieves because it's kind of cool to see like that b-roll footage while they're talking about content and stuff like that it's it's hard for me to try and take uh, it, it's, it's getting easier, but it's hard for me to, to try and work out a schedule with the, with the shift that I work at work to kind of plan out something with someone and be like, all right, well, let's jump on and make sure that we do this. And, oh, what happens if someone's not going to be there? It's like, I kind of like taking my Sundays and really just kind of, uh, dedicating that whole day to research, to recording, to editing, to publishing, and being able to spend time and and just focus on the podcast and really try and craft this nice curated uh, hour-long thing about the game that people can enjoy. 
So let's talk about time management for an issue, you know, for a second, because it always seems to be an issue with people like, oh, I would do this if I had the time or I don't know how I can do this X, Y, Z. You know, um, you don't have to tell me what your job is. Um, Would you mind telling me what field it's in? Data processing. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's a nine to five, pretty much job then. Nine to five, but it starts at two 30 to 11. So I, I typically work the afternoon shift to kind of help with the morning shift. Oh, okay. So you have a job. I know you, um, in, this isn't new cause you mentioned it in the podcast. You do go to school. I, I was going to school before. Um, I've since kind of stepped back from that uh, so okay. that I can actually focus more on work because the job that I had before this was customer service based and it was only part time. So I could go to school. Uh, and then since then, I've shifted over to a full time job where I can actually kind of just have that job. And then the rest of my time goes towards like enjoying games and making content and stuff. Okay. Okay. So you're no longer at this time, no longer a student. Yeah. 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 And you have your own place and you have working on your own family and everything like that. So you do have a life <laughs> beyond <Yeah. laughs> the game. Like, yeah, that'd be yeah. huge, but you have one. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so. You already touched on this, but how do you make that work? Uh, a lot of it comes down to just trying to have a repetition um, when you're creating something. If I, if I you know, I, I let my wife know that Sunday is typically the day where I'm going to take most of that day to, to focus in on just doing the podcast and having having that kind of understanding helps me know like, okay, well, if I'm going to take Sunday just to work on the podcast, then I need to make sure that Saturday is a day where I'm available if she wants to go do something or hang out and stuff like that. And outside of that, um, a lot of the time that I get is kind of done kind of managing the community that I have and making sure that everything's going okay. I'm not always not always kind of with my hands in the, in the honey pot per se with, with our discord server, but I'm always reading everything that people put in there just to make sure things are going okay. And cause at, at the moment I'm the only moderator, there's, there's wow. the owner and the moderator and I've got a bot that kind of makes sure that people aren't posting links if they're brand new because for a while there was a problem. Uh, and as as such, like there's there's roles in the in the Discord server, but it, there's no it's it's mostly just to let people know like if you're a pirate legend or if you're fresh to the server, and people can see that you're fresh to the server, they can help you out if they want, or if they want to sail with regular pirates, and they can sail with just regular pirates or pirate legends and stuff. Just for people that don't know, uh, uh, Discord is even though it's getting much bigger than what it used to be, it's yeah. basically a whole. It's basically a community <clears throat> website where there's independent forums, and Captain Logan has his own for the Kill Hall podcast. It, it goes beyond just talking about the podcast. People actually find other other people to sail with in the game. And when he says pirate legends, there's different classes that, that you could be promoted within the game. Um, I'm just trying to keep it clear because now all the listeners yeah. are playing Sea of Thieves. They, they, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> yeah, I keep I keep forgetting. Not everyone's not everyone's familiar with the game. Yeah, um, yeah. So I play Sea of Thieves. That's what it is. I, you and I've sailed together and 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 all that stuff. That if that explains why um we're picking logan's uh, brain here uh, but this is also a dedication content 
And I that that is very interesting because you don't always get that. And the fact that you have a community. How many users are in the Discord? I mean, these are people that just listen to you. Not everyone does listen to you in there, I'm sure. But these are people that are participating in a community. Yeah, I would say that on average, we're hovering around probably 75 active users that are online at one time. Um, The server itself is over 300 at this point. So I I know it pales in comparison to uh, other content creators who have a lot larger fan base because of like YouTube and stuff. But um, the, the podcast is such an interesting medium that I, it, it, it really takes a, a specific type of person to want to jump in to listen to podcasts. And once they're in, they usually start digging around for other ones. So it's, yeah, they, they say <clears throat> one, one out of every two people, uh, listen to podcasts because one out, one out of every two people have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's a joke. That That's, it's so I, true. I, all the credit goes to it and the D they, they say that joke all the time. And they know I I tell the same one. That's too funny. Yeah, that's, I would believe it because I I started listening to podcasts and then I was like, I could make a podcast. I bet I could probably do something in this field. So then I started making a podcast and getting other people invested in listening to podcasts. And now they're they're like, I bet I could probably make a podcast. I could probably do something in this field. So it's very true. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to to kind of have a discord server with this because that's it's basically where the conversation goes uh for for it started out for fans of the podcast people that wanted to kind of talk about it and and say how much how much they enjoyed the podcast and stuff like that and then eventually it started turning into a thing where folks were out sailing and they're they're like well we need a place to talk about this and to meet up again so let's use this and then now we're starting to get people coming in that are friends of friends into the into the discord server so now we've got channels set up for uh just chatting about sea of thieves or chatting about like movies or tv shows or different consoles and a lot of people tend to use it as a way to try and get other players to sail with um especially when content hits a lot of people jump in there and they're like hey you know i'm looking for for a spot or someone's someone's available or should i start a, a ship and have someone jump on and that's that's kind of the beauty of of what the podcast has done for me is is it's just kind of built out this group of people that I really enjoy spending time with and giving them a home to to kind of kind of sail under the same flag, if you will. Yeah, and I like to remind people that Media Layer Sandwich does have a Facebook group, and I do allow uh, promotions and things of that sort as long as you um, as long as you talk to the community and you don't just drop a link and then. Wow, that person disappeared. Uh, you know, the you know, if someone deleted this, you would never know. Something like that. As long as you mm-hmm. actually participate and read other people's promotion links or takes part of the conversation, I have no problem with that. And it, it helps the community grow, and you kind of get to know members of that community, and it, it it's just it helps everybody. It, it really yeah. does. Um. I want to uh, um, go ahead and start moving on to uh, Toad and Reads here. Um, go ahead and promote yourself. Uh, one, yeah, go ahead and promote yourself. 
if you want to hear my content or if you want to join in on the conversation, you can always do so uh, by searching for the Keelhauled podcast. Uh, I have the podcast up on all the different mediums. Uh, I think the only one that I don't have it on is SoundCloud. If you want to get a hold of me specifically, I'm on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. If you want to email me something, if you have a cool story and you happen to be playing Sea of Thieves, feel free to tell me your story. I'd love to read it on air sometime. Uh, you can always hit me up at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. Uh, any of my podcasts always have links to my socials as well too. So if you ever want to join the Discord server and see what that's all about or even try out the game, we have a lot of great folks in there uh, who are willing to kind of usher in some of the, the new Greenhorn pirates that we get in and, and kind of show them the ropes, uh, both figuratively and literally. Um, so feel free to, to, to jump in and say hi, and, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and get you going on the season, get you, get you some gold and some treasure and some experiences. Very cool. So, um, I have up here. Okay. So you see my screen. Okay. Here looking yeah. at, uh, so what I have is, since we're mostly talking about Sea of Thieves, and, and keep in mind, this is just what Captain Logan talks about. And I swear, I still don't, you know, I think it would have been funnier if you just went with a different rank, like Private Logan or something, you know. <laughs> something less than Captain. Lance Corporal Logan, even though that's a Marine rank and not a Navy rank. What's well, funny is that the yeah. Captain was, I was Captain Logan long before this game was announced. Like I've, I've been Captain Logan for a very long time. And, and it was just ironic that I, I ended up falling in love with this game and, and, go, and going with it. So it's, it's weird how that all kind of worked out. Oh, we're really going to dive into these, aren't we? Um, I'm also kind of looking for, for things to pick up on here. Um, yeah. And, and I've always had skull and crossbones. Like I've had my toad and crossbones, this bandana is older than the game for sure yeah. by years. <laughs> so it's funny how that works. <laughs> Just kind of pulls all these pirates out of the woodwork and we're like, wait, there's a game for us. Oh yeah. my. Oh, my, my <laughs> nephew is the one that pulled me into the game. He's like, no, I know you don't play games, but you're going to play this game. You're going <laughs> to play this game. Oh, and I played it a little bit, uh, you know, on his computer and, and, and something. And, and, Finally, I just like, you know, what? I'll play it. Sure. It's cute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, now I play and he doesn't. And uh, it's really funny. Just sitting there. Why don't you play Titanfall with me? Because I'm playing two thieves. <laughs> you told me to play this game. You didn't say anything about playing any other games. <laughs> I mean, if you want, you could jump on Cuphead with me. No, the game's hard. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tempted to try that game out. <laughs> so the cool thing about Sea of Thieves, as we mentioned, that they communicate a lot. And I and their first post here is talking about uh um and if you look at the date, yes, this is recorded on May, was it 26? So mm -hmm. um I know this probably won't go live for another few more weeks. But they just released some updates, and with updates you have issues. Um so this is I'm telling people uh pirates haven't been receiving their gold. Rest assured your experience with gold will only be delayed. The issue uh is now resolved, you know. So they updated. So the issue is now resolved. Um I just want to read through the comments here. I'm gonna look for a couple interesting ones because you can see the feedback, how people respond to this. And people at this point are very used to 
responding to these issues. Um, and plus, sometimes you find some really funny ones in here. Um, so let's kind of... And you get weird people like James here. So glad I stopped playing this game before the anniversary DLC dropped. So why are you still following? Um, but he's a top contributor. Yeah. That's an odd thing because I'm noticing I'm a top contributor in a groups uh, and pages that I don't like. They just keep popping up on my timeline. And somehow <laughs> I'm a top contributor. Like so AV Club, which I've since uh, uh, actually um, blocked AV Club because I was tired oh, of them coming funny. on my timeline. I was a top contributor on AV Club. <laughs> <laughs> so I only get it on, on, on pages I don't like. Even if I only comment like once a month, somehow I'm a top contributor on those. Yeah. Um, let's see here. And uh, I'm trying to find some good. It's just so cool that I'm looking here. I don't see any, you know, really anyone making fun of or making jokes on anyone. They're actually like reporting other bugs. You know, yeah, a lot of people taking taking the opportunity to try and voice voice out some big issues. Yeah, and, and they read that. It's really cool. Yeah, the the CM team there is is great. Um, there, the the game is definitely not without its flaws, but it's one of the few games where I can honestly say that I have never I've I've seen them try to be so attentive to reports and stuff, and try to send people to the right place to to go and actually do stuff uh, and and report things the proper way. Now, I know you mentioned their music before, and here's another post saying, hey, you know, say they're they're releasing another track on I from streaming. Who who cares? Another way to download stuff on Spotify and everything like that. Um, who cares? But another one, their track. So let's look at the comments because um, this is about reading the comments and not about that other content. If, if you're going to go to iTunes or Amazon or Google Play, you can always check out my podcast there, too. So, you know, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm on Amazon. Yeah, I'm on Amazon. I'm pretty sure. The podcast is not my cosplay videos. Um, <laughs> and first thing, we, we got someone asking for more music tracks. How cool is that? Like, this is pretty positive. I remember yeah. when these comments weren't, it was it was a lot of trolls. Um, and I'm not saying that maybe the admins didn't step up, but they used to be a lot of trolls. I know if you go to one of the closed groups, I, if a group is closed, I don't like to bring it on on the screenshots. I might do it on mm -hmm. on a on a normal episode, but when I have this uh, my computer screen here, I don't want to show the closed uh, the closed yeah. groups. Privacy will be protected. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the we always play uh play the song uh during our scuttle ship right it, basically right before they leave the game. <laughs> uh, they take out the pirates, take out their instruments, play the song, and they destroy their own ship. That's so funny. Yeah, um, Seems to be a big thing with a, a lot of crews. They love scuttling their ship at the end of the night and sending it into the into the briny deeps, and they play a sad, sad yeah. shanty to, to send it off. Yeah, I do that sometimes, and usually while I'm doing that, another ship comes up, and then then I'm on for another hour messing with the new ship. <laughs> <laughs> if you see in these comments you want to read go for it i'm kind of oh this is a cool one here's a crazy idea a vinyl with all this wonderful music god i've been wanting that for a while man yeah <laughs> i it, it would be so they they keep releasing these single tracks and i'm like 
we're, they're getting awards for their music. Just release the soundtrack. Yeah, that that's what this post was about, right? That yeah, they won a they won an award. <laughs> won the, an award. Here's one song. <laughs> <laughs> and people hey guys, are covering these songs on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and some of them are really good too. There's some there's some really amazing. Some of the people that have actually covered their songs have Easter eggs in the game. How crazy is nice. that? Like they put out a YouTube video and they're like, Hey, I just happen to be musically inclined. Ha ha ha. Uh, I went ahead and actually created a, uh, a, a take on this. And then rare's like, that's really cool. Can we, can we put your name on like a fiddle and leave it in <laughs> one of the shops? And they're like, yes. And I'm just like, man, that's, that's beautiful. That's awesome. So joy writes to the, to the same, uh, congratulations. She says, my boyfriend has played it on speaker once while I was in bed trying to fall asleep. He used it as a lullaby. Aww. And she has a little happy face with, with the heart. And let's see here. Um, <laughs> memes always make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Please, uh, may I have some more? Yeah, uh, just release the full uh, soundtrack. Yeah, I'm sure they will at some point. I just don't know why they they uh, they kind of there. Yeah, that that's one of those things with with the the, the company. It's like they're doing things right. They're just not they're not always going the full measure. Oh God, there's that one of John. I got that one. <laughs> I, I bugged. I bugged Emma about that. And I was like, I need this gift. She's like, what are you going to use it for? I was like, oh, I have secret chats. I have secret chats with other content creators and this is fodder. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, go ahead and uh, promote yourself one more time. Uh, if, if you're looking for Sea of Thieves content, all you have to do is search for Sea of Thieves and Keelhauled, that's K-E-E-L-H-A-U-L-E-D, that is a Sea of Thieves focused podcast. Uh, you can always reach out to me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can always email me at C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. If you want to message me on Xbox too, if you happen to be playing the game and you just want to say hi, you can always hit me up and my gamer tag is C-A-P-T-A. A-I-N-L-O-G-U-N, no space. And, of course, I'm Toden. You can find uh, the, all of this podcast and more at Toden.com. And you can also find just stuff about the podcast at MediaLitterSandwich.com. The podcast available on sorts of all sorts of apps uh, in case you're watching on YouTube, which the video is on YouTube, YouTube.com slash K. And please feel free to share. You can comment. I, I, I normally do respond to comments on YouTube. And if you can't do that or... Uh, you're listening to some podcast app that I'm not com- recommending on because I don't know that it's on that app. Uh, you could go ahead and email me at podcast at media litter sandwich.com or you can always find me on any of the Facebook groups uh, for media litter sandwich or Toten or the full group where we can communicate in different ways. Uh, mainly just random uh, AV stuff I find in my post. But thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and may the algorithms be in your favor.